Alright, here we go. I don't know. You don't know. We should, I mean, why did you, we should at least have the TV on. No, I'm not keeping it off. You're gonna, okay, alright, fine. Yeah. This is gonna be Let's a, start. this is gonna yeah. be a, a challenge. The challenge episode. Sure. I'm gonna challenge people to hear me as quietly as I talk. Now, come on. Also. Talk normal. Let's start the show. Just talk, yeah, there you go. Let's start the show. Just talk normal. Let's start the show. Yes, let's. Oh, so what's up? What's up with me? Yeah. Uh, I mean, I've been chilling. I've had a couple days off. Been ignoring my uh, my artistic... Uh, what's the word? Uh, obligations, I guess. My artistic mm-hmm. obligations. Been ignoring those in favor of eating shrimp at a bar. Yeah. Yeah. No, oh, that's pretty good. I, I'm pretty bummed out, honestly. Why are you bummed out? It's just been a rough week in my life. It's been a rough week, but you did shave your face, and you look good. Yeah, so I have, like, what amounts to be, uh, I went from having a big, bushy beard to having what appears to be a chin-strap beard. Um, you so went you went from the Will Oldham to the Fred Durst. Pretty much in, like, one day. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's just one of those days where, you know, for a few months, I, you know, it's I see... It's one of those days. I see a darkness, and then the next day, I did it all for the nookie. So I have my reasonings behind it, and it's a set of circumstances that's very stupid, of course. So <laughs> basically, um, you know, if you shopped at Wawa using your credit or debit card between March and September 2019... Then you're a fucking idiot. ...had a massive data breach, and uh, the card was compromised, potentially. And my brother texted me, all that shit's on the dark web now. Like, there was a report... That all my data is on the dark web, guys. You guys, we got this we credit love, card data off the dark, the dark web. We love the dark web. We got this, you guys, we got this credit card data off the dark web, you guys. But, um... That's how, that's how we met was on the dark web. Sure. But, um, basically I canceled my debit card and because my bank is not a physical bank, I have to wait seven to ten business days because I didn't feel like spending five bucks on an expedited fee. And now I have not had cash for a while, other than the cash that's on me. And I can't get any more until I get my debit card. You heard it here, folks. Kyle is broke as fuck. Yeah, it's been kind of fun, you know. So, basically, I go to a black barber in uh, yeah, my old neighborhood. Yeah, yeah that's, that's the way to describe yeah, it. Yeah, black barbershop. It's a different kind of barbershop than a white guy barbershop. There's nothing really wrong about that. What about... Uh, I don't know, do, do Asians have barbershops? Oh, probably in, like, Asia towns. Or what the fuck? In Asia town? <laughs> what Asian the fuck countries. is that? Asia countries. I'm you going to Asia town. <laughs> I'm going to Asia... I'm going to... That's what they call Singapore. That's what, like... The Kazakh, all, Kazakh City, Do you think City, that's what baby. the all right calls Singapore is Asia town? I mean, Singapore does suck. But it's also Asia town. <laughs> it's Asia town. Yeah, so they got Asia town barbershops, but if you sell drugs there, you end up uh, executed to death. It's like they're Chinese, but they can't smoke, so... And you can't chew gum, you know, it's a weird and, country. And, and, Not weird because, like, we find Asia weird, which we don't. It's just Singapore I mean, specifically. I mean, you know, speak for yourself. I'm speaking for myself, but I'm also speaking for you to protect you. But Why anyway, are you protecting me? I feel like if you're in Singapore and you're like... If you say anything... Yeah. Anyway, so I go to a black barbershop... You're going to get shot and, with a shotgun. Yeah, anyway. so, like, uh, I go to a black barbershop, and the one guy who has a huge beard there can actually really... He understands my facial hair, because, uh, of course, my facial hair grows different from, I think, the vast majority of black people. You look That's, like... Yeah, I mean, you're... you're yeah, because my hair is straight. You're James Harden. Yeah, I don't have curly hair. I have straight like hair. Like white so. James Harden. So, you know... The one guy there one time cut it a little too weird, but the other guy with the big beard there, he he knows what to do. And usually, and they don't take cars, and they don't have like a pay reader or whatever, because you know it's the old neighborhood. So uh, I don't have you know between like oh I'm gonna spend the last of my money on you know going to the bar down the street or getting my beard trimmed to still be long or whatever, and I look like a cool fat magician. Uh, I decided to just do it myself, and I, I, it was a little, it just was a bit of a challenge, so I just did it in a way that I could. It's a lot shorter, and uh, now I have bars, man. Uh, I mean, this is all a weird way of saying that Kyle used to look like 
you know, white James Harden. Now he just looks like regular uh, basis of Limp Biscuit. I looked like I looked like the Turkish version of Action Bronson. You don't. You don't even look particularly Turkish, other than your eyes. You have no idea what your eyes. About. No, your eyes are this the, is only, the most Liz Warren. Your shit eyes ever are the only part of you that look remotely ethnic because you have kind of sunken in eyes. That's it. yeah. That's it. Yeah. So do you know what my haplogroups are? Do we have to like break up if they're not combative with like your like Northern European shit or whatever? What the fuck are you talking about? I don't know. Just saying, like people. There's people who look like me in Turkey. I had a friend who went to Turkey once say, oh, there's a lot of dudes who look just like you there. Yeah, no, you like, I'm, I'm saying that, like, you have some ethnic features, but it's, yeah. mostly, it's mostly your eyes. That's the big one. Well, it's the, <laughs> you know, it's the eyes. It's kind of the, be- like, there's a bunch of redheads in Turkey as well. There's people with blue eyes in Turkey the, just it, like it's me. It's smoking a cigar in a windowless room. Yeah. It's all kinds of shit. It's a place where you do barbershop ASMR instead of going to a barber to buy your weed or whatever, or getting your beard trimmed. But oh, that, that homeless guy? Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, so I have a different facial hair now. And I actually kind of like it, but my brother I like- said I looked like a guy from... I looked like every Puerto Rican in his neighborhood. Well, um, good. That means That means I feel like your brother would probably like you more then. No, I don't think he particularly enjoys the Puerto Rican men in his neighborhood. It's I, competition. Oh, it, so like, the how thing, is it competition for what? For pussy. What he he has a girlfriend. He's not competition like, for pussy. He's not out there trying to get pussy. I think mentally, in in his heart, he might. He might be thinking, "Wow, this girl is too fucking hot to live here." Because the cool thing about where my brother lives, nowhere, is like there's a bunch of girls who like are Brazilian Instagram models and they're just like extremely hot but they're like walking down like the iron bound so they just are like these hot models in like a place where that it, like the iron bound's a little weird for a city because it's row homes but a lot of them just have like vinyl siding explain what the iron bound is it's the neighborhood of Newark so like that's, there's that's it that's all you got uh, it's very Portuguese, there Spanish, you go. There you go. Puerto Rican. That's what we're talking about. Oh, you need to know the languages of the stuff there. Yes, yes, okay. we do. Cool. I love langu- I love knowing languages that exist, but not being able to speak a single one. Obrigado. Yeah. That's Portuguese. Mm. Mm-hmm. For what? Uh, I believe obrigado is your welcome. I think that's your welcome. Domo obrigado, Mr. Jobato. Domo, domo. Yeah, see, there you go. <laughs> there you go. That's some, that's some... Still got... That's some jab I still got my. I still got my 4 out of 10 riffing skills going on. Well, let's, let's keep... Let's it. get up to a 10 out of 10, people. Let's get up We're to not, the highest Well, level. here's the thing. We're not fucking trying to riff. We're just literally talking about our lives. No, I think that we should make risks also, to stop if, talking about ourselves. Also, if you if you come at me this episode, just stop doing that. Don't come at me. So, I feel like you waited a week to, like, share your emotions with me, specifically just, for a no, recorded just don't, podcast. Like, say whatever you gotta say, but just don't, like, don't come at me. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't just, like, bottle it up and then just use it as, like, a fucking sniper rifle against me in the face like you did last time all right i'm past it good all right good so what's going on in the news uh i mean <laughs> not much no a lot's going on in the news i mean the iowa caucus and all that shit but yeah i i, I don't want to talk too much about that shit because like there's a lot of more you know specifically political podcasts that are probably going to do a better job about that but no, I think the one thing I want to say about what's going on with Mayor Pete's campaign is a take I haven't seen a whole lot of people make yet, so I'm going to tell everyone first. The minute he loses the general, or not the general, the, the moment he loses the overall primary because he has no black support, yep. all of his fucking NIMBY fans are going to blame black people for being homophobic instead of having genuine grievances against 
the fucking NIMBY mayor of uh, South, Bend. South Bend. Or fuck it. He, I guess he's a mixture of a NIMBY and a YIMBY. There's no, there's no good guys in the NIMBY-YIMBY war. Literally, it's like... It's like the Hatfields and McCoys or, like, the North and the South in the Civil War. There were no right sides. Uh, that's, that's, uh, that's, I don't know about that. That's, uh... Imagine, imagine being a Civil War centrist. <laughs> the only good places were the West, because they hadn't been states yet. They yeah. didn't have allegiance. Yeah, Missouri, man, that's where it really was at. That was the promised land, but... Well, I mean, Missouri was a slave state, but... Oh shit! Uh, well, that's Colorado. that's what uh, that's what the Missouri Compromise was about. Shows what I know. Because uh, the the Missouri Compromise, eighteen twenty, mm-hmm. was that Maine would be a free state and Missouri would be a slave state, and that was the compromise. Yeah, that makes sense. Is that why they kicked out all the Cajuns to Maine, or did the Cajuns no. come from Maine? And they no, no, that's that's. It's funny you, that, that can can I get into that? That's a completely different issue, completely different war. But sing it, sister. Okay, a lot of people don't know this. But the reason that Cajuns are even a thing in the American Revolution, uh, the English kind of okay at this at this point for like decades, French people had kind of been intermingling with like the native people of Maine. They'd kind of been like hanging out. They got along, and they fucked enough to kind of have their own sort of ethnicity. Um, it wasn't the Matisse. It was something else. I forgot exactly what it was called, but um. They had their own thing going on. They had their own kind of ethnicity. But when the English came back, they're like, all right, fuck no. This is absolutely not going to happen. And the English are trying to take over both Maine and, you know, eastern Canada. Mm. And so they ship all these dudes off to, to uh, you know, territory that I think had yet to become French. I could be wrong, but I, I, I think at the moment it was kind of unclaimed. So Louisiana, which was like the biggest southern porn at the moment. I'll it was, say. It was just like an easy kind of port to go into. And uh, one thing I realized one night, I think I was just drunk and I was just doing homework because I'm a history major. But I was reading about the Cajuns and the Acadians. And I realized that if you just say Acadian kind of fast and sort of they're like Cajun, mm-hmm. boom, there you go. That's where Acadian came from. And I can't find any academic shit that agrees with me, but that's where it fucking came from. I guarantee I would bet all my goddamn money on it. That's where it came from. We need to throw academia into the ocean anyway, so I just believe you. I think folk tales about what people know about themselves is probably more valid than academia. I mean, Paul Bunyan was a real dude. Yeah. Yeah. But also, academia needs to stop. Yeah. I'm sick I'm sick and tired of experts. I'm sick and tired of like knowledge resource people or like working in the academy. Like imagine having a job where you teach no more than like twelve hours a week. Like you teach as it sounds, much sounds great. You you teach like twelve to fifteen hours a week and then you like spend an hour a week doing office time. Sounds you awesome. have like two days off in the middle of the week and weekends off usually. I don't see the problem. If you, it's you have the coziest life. What, yeah. So what? what? Have you to complain Why about? should? So what? Why shouldn't they have a cozy life? Because like you were edu- Because the people look. The people who educate K to twelve don't have cozy lives. Their lives are shit and awful. And you go from like having people who are in the classroom teaching you who are relatable people and usually from your own economic class. But then you go to uh, college and no matter what kind of background you're from, you're around the the coziest, most self satisfied people in the entire country. They are more self satisfied than the richest fucking people because the richest people in this country have psychological problems that make them want to fucking earn as much money as possible to the point where they don't even understand the concept of money. They're all Walter Whites staring at that pile of $80 million in the like shed or uh, the storage unit and realizing this is so much money I could never spend it. No, the, no, but like you're a teacher and you earn thirty grand, and like you're okay with your life. What's the problem with that? 
I'm not saying that there's anything wrong with being a teacher earning 30 grand, but being a college professor, you earn way more money than that. You really don't. As a college professor who you has tenure... You really don't. Okay, there's a difference between... A tenure doesn't affect your salary. It does. No, it, it just affects you can't get fired. It, it's different in academia. That's that's what we're talking about. Yeah, K-12 is different than doing college or even teaching post-grad or post-doctorate. Those people make a lot of money, unless you're an adjunct. Adjunct professors, they're workers. They got a lot of... They're they're getting fucked over. They get paid shit. Like, adjunct professors do worse than, like, K-12 teachers. But, like, if you are a college professor with tenure, you are so goddamn comfortable. No. You can take sabbatical. You get to take paid leave to research and write about whatever bullshit topic you still you make like write. probably what you make yeah more than that they make more than me i don't think College so professors i don't think so me. you might be right but i'm just putting it out there i don't think so let's see i'm just gonna fine uh, look it up look it up uh, i could be wrong i'm willing to admit if i'm wrong but yeah let's see um I mean, it's all over the place, but, like, the minimum you can make at the adjunct level adjunct level is, like, 30K, 20, 30K and at the higher levels, 100K. You, uh, anywhere from 51 to 160K. So, yeah, it's it, it's not an exact kind of deal. Yeah, but it depends. If, like, it, it's still, it's still, like, for the amount of work you're doing compared to other people. You're doing a shitload of work. You're still doing less work. You are doing a lot. I mean, you have to read a lot of shit. You have to do a lot that, of stuff. You have to take. I I, I, I don't do. like that. This is going in the direction where we're just kind of shitting on. You know. Well, teachers. the administrators deserve way more. Of our no, hours. they don't. The teachers are way more important than the fucking administrators. The administrators are the ones who decide about budgets and how to... Yeah, they're the ones that are basically the fucking middle managers at Burger King. You don't think the guys who actually, like, are teaching, like, specialized shit deserve more money? Yes, they do. No, you aren't even letting me make my argument. I'm saying that whatever ire I have for college professors for their cozy lives, I have more ire for the administrators and owners of colleges who are the people who basically schmooze around with the wealthy to get endowments and then still raise tuition on students because they have so much fucking money. Like, the fact that, like, any of the Ivy League schools charge tuition when they have, like, a surplus of $175 million at each of those schools is fucking insane to me. Like, that's that's a surplus. That's after they pay off their, like... You know, they own those fucking buildings. They own the land and everything. So it's it's crazy. They just make, they, I mean, they just make all their fucking money off, like, football and shit. They, some, well, the, no, the public universities make their money off football. They, that's how the public well, universities. what the hell are we talking about? I'm talking about, about the, I said the Ivy Leagues. The Ivy schools. Okay, I'm not talking about Ivy Leagues. Well, I just well, mentioned, we, I specifically we, said the Ivy League schools. Neither of us went to Ivy Leagues. I just, I don't know. I know. I'm just saying that I have an issue with the Ivy Leagues more than any of the other kinds of colleges. Okay. So, you know, just rich kids shouldn't go there. Rich kids should go to regular school. Rich kids should uh, kill themselves. Okay. Good, good job. Yeah. <laughs> you, you did a socialism. I'm so I proud did. of you. I did. I you, did. Did, you did a so so so. Let's talk about socialism, <laughs> okay? Here's some things that socialism is about. So when your wife's boyfriend lets you stay up past 11 p.m. on a weeknight, you're doing socialism. When you ask your benefactor to give you a couple hundred thousand dollars so you can write your book, that's socialism. Whenever you send out a post on Twitter. Uh, that is a multi-thread post about workers and how the disabled don't work, and that's a bad thing for workers. You're doing socialism. One of you uh, jack off outside in the middle of the night. That's not socialism, but you know what it is? Is uh, it's, it's communism. It's anarcho-communism. It's anarcho-communism when you jack off outside. It is. Beneath the beneath the starry night. Beneath the starry night, the the trees are blowing in the cold autumn wind. It's great. When you ask your father, who is a Pete Buttigieg supporter, for a little bit of money to be able to get your car fixed, that is absolutely praxis socialism. 
When you shoot John F. Kennedy in the head from a book depository in Dallas, Texas, you are doing praxis. That that was absolutely praxis. It was absolutely. Praxis. Listen, because who benefited the most from John F. Kennedy having his head exploded? Oh, Jackie. With a bullet? Obviously, Jackie. That wasn't where I was going with this. Thanks that's for interrupting I'm, me. That's where bitch. I'm going. So my point is that the only group of people who most Jackie. <laughs> Jackie's a group. Jack Jackie's plural. Anyway, <laughs> system. <laughs> Mother darling, actually, oh my God, Great Gardens is just Jackie Onassis <laughs> having her plural personalities or yeah. whatever. I am a system mother. <laughs> Mother, I'm a system. system. Mother. Mother. Mother has arrived, and as a system, I am 300 people. John has been murdered. John. I'm I'm John. I'm the one who did it. I did it for the Teamsters, the people who most deserved it. I'm the one who not. Socialism. 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 Oh, Philly Philly DSA. No, she's not. I was doing Boston. Oh, that sounded like Philly... They're very. They're honestly, they're kind of similar. Yeah, if you have a if you have a harbor, you're gonna just sound stupid. If you have a hobby, you're gonna just gotta sound stupid. <laughs> Pretty much. Faggot. Wow. Well, that is the that is how people say hello to each other in Boston. I think. What's up, faggot? Yeah, that's that's how you say hi to your boss at Boston. If oh my call, god, it's it's Donnie Wahlberg. What's up, faggot? If you call your boss a faggot, it's socialism. Uh, yeah. Oh, God. I love beer. I love beer. I'm going to do the rest of the podcast in a fucking Boston accent. Okay. Go on. Uh, well, you, you you had a point that you were going to make, so go ahead and make that point. Oh, basically. You had a point. So, Jackie, Jackie Kennedy and all of her Onassis. Yeah, the other. That's, the, that's one of her plural names. <laughs> so... <laughs> So, All right, go on, go on, go on. So, um, Jackie, uh, fuck. Uh, who gives a shit? Who fuck fucking it? cares? Whatever. Go for, go, who gives Whatever. a shit? Whatever. I kind of said it. Because, because anyone listening is like, what was he going to say? What the fuck was he going to say? Fuck! Say it! Fuck! Don't move on! Don't move on! Oh my god, I'm so fucking mad at you. I'm so fucking mad that you didn't finish your thought earlier five minutes ago. Oh, this is going to ruin my day. This is going to ruin my jack-off session. Oh, I listen to this when I masturbate. Yeah, according to Kyle, if you listen to the show, fuck you. Uh, yeah. That's the message. You, That's I, the message. I, uh, I owe no but nothing. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> but if you saw the Irishman, you know what I'm talking about. Anyway, um, yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, so, uh, uh, I guess, uh, I guess we have a dictatorship, according to some people now, or whatever. Do we? Yeah, because Trump got acquitted of the oh, impeachment. Yeah, like that's not a that's not. There's a big probably thing, people that I know who were student government people in high school and college who were in tears when he got acquitted. Who were like fucking crying about it. Oh, I yeah, don't for sure. For I don't sure. keep up with them anymore, but I'm a hundred percent sure people were crying about it, and we're not crying about it because like this fucking happened when we were kids anyway. Happened with Clinton. He got away with it, too. So they also voted. I think we're... I mean, I think the main reason we're not crying is that, like, you're a reasonable human being, and you're also, you know, technically at work. Yeah. And and me, I'm just drunk. I think that's the reason. How much did you have to drink tonight? I I had a gin and tonic since I've been home, but I had a couple drinks when I was out, so... Oh, yeah. I'm not, not like... I'm not... Like, I'm here. I'm all right. Yeah, I can edit. I can edit the fucking You're freezing. I'm present. Exactly. Freezing. No, I'm not present. I'm not gonna... Present. No, I'm not present. What the fuck is... No one says present. Present. Even British people don't say present. No, New Zealanders do. New Zealand can suck my dick. Hell, yeah. That's the official stance of this show, is that New Zealand can suck my cock. It's... Hi, it's me from Living Pig in a Tiny House, and I'm going to suck your dick. I'm going to suck your dick in the tiny house. It's going to be a tiny-ass dick, it's going to be a tiny-ass house, you're going to have a tiny-ass cum, it's going to be the tiniest-ass orgasm you ever done had. I love tiny houses. It's like a concept. I know you love the tiny houses, (laughs) and I I know that you love the tiny-ass penises. Because you're Carl, and you only love the tiny-ass penises. Yeah, because I can just, like... 
I can just like close my mouth on the penis with my teeth clenched and the whole penis fits like those, between my teeth and my lips. They're like those eight ounce cons of Dr. Pepper where you can just drink them. It's like I'm drinking cum the I, whole time. I love a penis the size of exactly the head of a lollipop. I want to drink cum out of a lollipop. I'm Kyle. <laughs> what if you drink home out of a lollipop? What if, what if your phone could make you come? What if your phone could make Kyle drink cum? What, what if Kyle just exclusively drank cum and never drank water and, I only, love drank, the idea. and only drank cum his entire life? Because he loves cum! <laughs> I love the idea of somehow <laughs> my parents finding this and hearing it and just being and like getting into this and be like, Wow, Arkson's a faggot. Wow. <laughs> your dad, your dad, like, uh, uh look, yeah. uh, it's, look, it's all right that you want to drink cum so much, but I don't know <laughs> where, hear I don't it. know where to buy it. I don't know where to buy small eight ounce ounces, eight ounce bottles of cum. That is so much jizz. Eight ounces of jizz. A small, like one of those little water bottles most full of cum. Most men, I think, ejaculate like what, half an ounce of cum or whatever. Yeah, but we're doing a thing where you drink cum. So I have to like drink, yes. I have to drink what is that, like, 16 cum shots at once to get that? Uh, yeah. Or one really big cum shot in a water bottle. I mean, I posted I posted this the other day, but I knew a guy once who, posted, who uh, would save all his cum shots in, like, a shot glass yeah. to use as lube, which I thought was fucking disgusting. That's really gross. It starts to smell pretty bad after, like, yeah. a little bit. It's like yeah, it's not meant to be safe. Like, if you're if you're that into cum, if you're really into, like I kind of get it, but just use it like as soon as you can. Just get rid of it. Yeah, I think the whole point of it is for it to be inside someone else's body. It's inside Kyle for yeah procreative purposes. For coming in an Aquafina bottle and then Kyle drink it. I think this is a force to meme almost. I don't think it's a force meme. I just thought it was funny. That you would be drinking cum. Anyway, go on. Make this house about Dying drinking cum. Yeah. Oh, so I the, let's. I like the tiny houses. I want. All right, I, go on I, about I, tiny houses. Do it. Do a bit. Do a tiny house. It's not a bit. Just do like, a thing. Let's let's build a tiny house on the weekends where? and move off grid to an illegal place. Where 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 at? Where are we moving? Well, first of all, we would need a pickup truck to move the tiny house. Yeah. So that would be tough. You would need to have a truck. We need a friend with a pickup yeah. truck. We would need to purchase a pickup truck to be able to move the house. Right. But, like, I like the idea of them. It's just, like, there's... Uh, I, I feel like every video I see about tiny houses is people, like, lying. I feel like the tiny house videos are lies. Because I see... Okay, for... Let, let's take each room for an example. Okay. Let's start with the sleeping lofts. So if you don't know much about tiny houses, a tiny house is defined as less than 400 square feet in American or whatever. So you can have them slightly bigger, but they're usually 200, uh, I mean 400 square feet, you know, uh, usually eight and a half feet wide. Uh, if you're lucky and you get an extra wide, it's like 10 and whatever length. I don't fucking know. But uh, the, the point of them is that usually there is a loft space, and most people make the loft space where they sleep. So whenever I see, like, videos of couples being like, it's nice up here, it's like, you're gonna hit your head, and no matter if, like, whoever is the skinnier, smaller person has to crawl over their sleeping partner to be able to get down the loft. And, like, if you don't have stairs, that sucks, if you have, like, a ladder, that's even worse. Like, everyone's like, it's just fine. No, it's not. Uh, the worst lie of all is... Uh, and don't even get me started on the composting toilets. That shit's oh, gonna I was going to bring up the toilets. Fucking nasty. Yeah. We'll talk about... We'll, we'll table... Okay. We'll table <laughs> composting toilets. Okay. Well, not even... Just the toilet situation in general. Oh, my needs, God. needs to be addressed. So, the, the idea that the little space between the entrance of your home... And the kitchen, where you might put a little table, or like you put, or like basically you make a workspace, and then you have a stool to sit on, and it's like, I, I sit on the stool when I'm working all day from home. It's like, that's fucking miserable. What the fuck? No, you don't. 
That's bullshit. You're gonna fucking lie down and work. You're not at your fucking desk. Shut up, bitch. Shut up, bitch. The kitchens are all super nice, though. Almost, almost all the kitchens I see are nice, and the living rooms are okay. I don't know. The ones without TVs, I'm like, you're a weirdo. It's probably but a trailer. Let's, let's, get, let's get on the toilet. The composting yes, toilet. Yes, yes. Lay, okay. lay into the toilet situation. Lay My God. Well, for, okay. Well, even before we get in the toilet, the ones where it's off-grid and you have to, like, buy your own water to put into water thingies or yeah, whatever. Horrible. Horrible. Having to conserve water that much? Insanity. Duh. Uh, but the... God. So a composting toilet. It's like an outhouse, but in your house. Uh, but you put, like, I don't know, like, soil or whatever in it, and then mix it around, and then you have to, like, empty out your own shit every month. Mm-hmm. Awful. You can't, you can't pee standing up in these toilets either, folks. So, all of you Wait, conservatives... Wait, hold on, hold on. Why not? Why can't you pee standing up? You can't Huh? Why can't you pee standing up? Because most composting toilets separate the solids from the liquids. There is a separate place in the front that's a literal piss cup. And then in the back is where you shit. So you have to sit down and use a composting toilet. So it's literally somehow less advanced than just a basic outhouse. Yes, because a basic outhouse, you could just piss anywhere. You can outside. just do whatever the fuck you yeah, want. Yeah, you can pee outside. You don't have to pee in the in the in the outhouse. And if so you, you do, it doesn't it doesn't separate yeah. shit because it's literally just a hole in the fucking ground. Yeah, you literally have to like sit down and use a composting toilet in a tiny house. I don't like that. So you have no option to stand up. Don't like uh, it. The weirdest ones I've seen. Uh, excuse me. The weirdest tiny houses I've seen aren't even like trailer houses. They're called schoolies. Right. And schoolies are converted school buses that are made into a house. And almost every time I've seen one, they make a wet bathroom. And what that means is that your shower is in the same space as the toilet. So the toilet has to be water resistant. But you're basically standing in the shower space in the same room as your composting toilet. I mean, that's just death stranding. (laughs) Yeah, but the toilet doesn't go in and out, in and out, in and out. So let's talk. Let's talk Death Stranding. Let's do it. Well, we're just going to transition immediately from bathrooms to Death Stranding because I have I have some bathroom opinions. Oh, okay. let, let me get those. Let me get those out. All right. You just you okay. just did like five minutes on bathrooms. I don't know why you're laughing. Okay. I don't bathroom. know what I, I I did tiny houses. There's more rooms in a tiny house than that. yeah. But you just did a bit on bathrooms. Okay. Like, here's the thing that the modern bathroom, as we understand it, is a marvel. The piss, the shit, the shower, whatever. It's great. I love it. But we don't need it. If okay. we if we were to reduce going to the bathroom as as simple as like a water source and then a hole. Like I don't know if you've ever been like camping, there's just a hole. You can shit in the hole, you can piss in the hole. If you wanted to come in the hole you can, but it's just a hole. You can do whatever the fuck you want in it. And once it gets full, you fill it up, boom, dirt. It's nothing. You can't recognize it as a shithole. You can do whatever the fuck you want. You can walk on it. You can play tennis. If you need to poop, you dig another hole. Mm. That's the way it ought to be. So, like, the composting toilet is, like, kind of getting that, but without really understanding the underlying kind of ethos of uh, of uh, primordial man. Well, you can also use the composting toilet as, like, you know, manure and shit. Uh, they don't, they tell you you shouldn't use it for, like, vegetable... For yeah, like no, vegetables. absolutely not. Absolutely not. Don't do that. I guess. I don't know, there's nutrients and shit, probably. Uh, I mean, I guess, it's just, I, 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 I get why people wouldn't be comfortable with that. I'm not really yeah. comfortable with that. Yeah, me neither, but I feel like Monsanto grows their weird corn in, like, human They probably do, anywhere. but that's just another reason we shouldn't support them. We do not support Monsanto. We do, yeah. This is an anti-Monsanto podcast. Dun, 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 dun. Okay, dun. so we both have been playing Death Stranding. Yes. I mean, dude, I only like made jokes about it before, but I don't think we talked about it as a video game. Well, we the the episode we did that was uh the 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 episode called Bruce Stranding. Yes. We made before it actually came out. Oh, yeah, so we actually got to play it now, and I beat the game, Dylan's still working on it. I'm working on it, and you get upset watching me play it. <laughs> I think because the way that you use the camera is, to me, so... You, like, cut off. 
I'm uh, I'm a fucking cinematographer. I'm a director. I want to. I play yeah, video wanna, games like have, movies. You want to have the least amount of visual space to see the surrounding landscape. You are no. That's not what it is. It's I'm playing it like I'm a director and how I would direct mm-hmm. a movie. You would direct a movie pointing a camera at the ground. <laughs> Basically. Shut the fuck up. Okay. I'll shut up. Okay. But, uh, yeah, so uh, it it's going to change video games forever. It definitely... It are, I mean, it's been out for like five months now. It didn't. Three. It didn't change anything. I think it got... A, I think what happened to it is gamers are these little twingy fucks who, you know, cry whenever women are like, eh, I don't want to fuck you. Or like, eh, I'm uncomfortable playing a video game where all the women suck. And then they're like, so, like, they immediately started calling Death Stranding a walking simulator. And it's really a hiking simulator. You are genuinely hiking. Yeah, but... What? I mean, they're, they're not wrong... The core gameplay component is delivery. It's not yeah. just walking. Yes, it, You're delivering yes. packages. Yeah. You have to store stuff on your back and on your arms. And it's just like the way that they designed all that was very fun. I mean, it is fun. I agree. I like the game, but it literally is you're mostly just walking. Well, you also haven't gotten to the big combat parts yet. There are combat sections. But I... Sure, sure. I'm just saying, I don't think they're wrong. I think they're, I think they're mischaracterizing it. I think they're taking the game out of context, and you know, the, the fun part about the game isn't the walking around; it's getting the equipment and reconnecting people with these packages so that you can use the stuff so that build equipment and build roads and build zip lines and. You, like, build networks, and you're doing it on a server with other people, so once you connect to it, their builds are in your game copy as well. And I think that's fucking cool shit. And you can erase other people's stuff, you can build your own stuff. It's just so much fun. And, like, when you build something, other people get to use it. And people are happy with it. I think the most fun part is uh, drinking about some monster energy and... Tapping the shit out of a glass cage that has a baby in it. Yeah, your 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 child. Your child. I mean, look, I can give an analysis. Oh my god. On Death Strand. Yes. Okay. Go. All right. Go. You want me to do it? Oh, this isn't plugged in. What are you talking about? It's uh, the battery. It's not charging. I know it's not charging. I don't have the fucking cord charged in. I, oh, it, okay. It hasn't okay. been charging since the beginning. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, just want to make sure. Anyway, um, so. I think that the game has a lot to say about our society as it is. So, we can talk about this. Okay. All right. So, society. first so first society. of all, so first of all, the main character of the game is Sam a Porter work, Bridges is a working man, the hottest man of all time. He with his hair tied back looks exactly like Tom York, it's weird. But um Sexy Tom York. They're both hot. Uh, but Dorman Reedus is way fucking hotter. No, Tom Remember York, so Tom York is probably going to die yeah. in like three years. Yeah, I know. It's going to be sad. <laughs> he's he's going to die of veganism. But anyway... He's going to die of veganism. <laughs> I didn't have nutrients. But... Um, he boycotted water. <laughs> so, um, you know, you're the working man, and you are rebuilding the country. You're rebuilding America to connect people. Uh, back together over a ghost internet, essentially. But anyway, the the, the thing about it is that it, it, it is a parable about the value of labor and the value of working hard and taking it one step at a time and making connections. Now, does the game fully flesh out this concept? I don't think so, because I think the biggest flaw of the game is that it gets boggled down. Like, from a story perspective, it gets boggled down in its own lore so much, especially near the end of the game. Well, I I feel like it shouldn't go too much in on this, you know, this moral. Yeah, but it's subtle, but it's definitely there. I agree. If you aren't aren't consciously consciously thinking about it, 
you're not going to really notice it. But like, for example, I, 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 I'm just saying, I don't think that's like a negative. I don't think game. I don't think any kind of art should just like be your face or just like this is about unions or whatever. Like, no. No, but it is. It is very much there. And if you are able to recognize the that part of it, that everyone you come to contact with is essentially a, a day is a laborer who is also doing physical labor and manual labor. Other than the people who run bridges, then more fragile. Or yeah, most of the characters. Yeah, most of the characters are delivery people. They're porters. Yeah. Uh, but the the interesting thing, and I think the I think the some of the things it has to say about how life loses meaning without labor is very important. Like the only human enemies you really have in the game are the mules, which are other porters who no longer deliver packages. So their backstory in the logs of the game. Is that the, the mules are people who, uh, before the Death Stranding, which is the cataclysmic, you know, catastrophic world-ending event uh, that's basically made us into a desolate uh, apocalypse world. Uh, it's uh, similar, but worse. <laughs> but um, um, basically, what what happens is that what happened in that world is that uh, automation replaced labor completely. So people were completely out of work. And in a death stranding, uh, post death stranding world, uh, technology was not able to be used as much, uh, and or basically not at all. They had to develop new types of technology just to keep up and survive. But the and the people delivering packages were key to this. They had to venture out into the world and not get caught by the beached things to uh, that then cause the beach boys, the beached things that can cause cataclysmic void outs that are gigantic and destroy entire areas but uh basically like a nuke anywho um what happens is that they start delivering stuff but then like they start to develop a syndrome where they are addicted to their jobs and the only meaning they have in their life is taking the packages and just hoarding them because they they forget to actually make the delivery but they think that their own post boxes are the delivery systems so they are just so addicted to this that they basically they're in a hellish world where no one even physically touches each other because they're terrified of it. And they just steal packages. I think it's such a fucking brilliant, you know, commentary on how important being able to the ability to work gives your life meaning. Yeah, I think it sounds nice, like just having the illusion of of work. You know, you have the illusion of this like weird purpose, and you just do it, you fulfill it, and boom, yeah. there you go. You just keep doing it. Yeah, you just you're absolutely addicted to just doing this meaningless thing that has no impact. You don't get it's actually it is directly harming people because you're hoarding packages. They're supposed to go to people who desperately need them, like desperately needed supplies. I'd be a mule. <laughs> I would want a billion percent be a mule in this world. Yeah, and you get to have like a cool yellow outfit or whatever, and you get a truck and all that. Uh, it, it's I think that part's cool. And um, you know, you can't even get killed because yeah. it's gonna, you know, there's gonna be a, a big fucking what's it called a void yeah. out. The if void you get, out. Yeah. If you get killed, so like boom, you're fine. I think that, and I think like the quiet story of the game also is telling visually the entire game because almost the entire game, you have the little baby in the pod on your baby. chest. You have yeah. BB on baby. your pod, and uh, it's like you're doing this work. You're trying to make a better country for the BB because they're the future, or they're supposed to be the future. There's some fucked up lore about it. I don't feel like getting into, but yeah. like this parable about building a better world. For the future and carrying that on you and remember that everything that you do in your life and everything that you try to build is to hopefully make the world a better place for people who will come after you I think is very inspiring and I think it completely went over so many gamers heads because they saw all the weird Kojima shit in this game and just were like oh, Kojima oh, stupid. oh weird oh weird oh Japanese weird shit so you know Give it a chance. I think I think I think they'd relate to BB because BB, you know, there's the whole you know strand element of the game where you like other people's shit that they do on the internet. Yeah, the social strand. The social strand. But when you do that, BB loves it. Yeah. And every time you like something on the internet, it's like, oh, 
The child loves the internet. It's also... Oh, yeah, I love that. The child loves the internet. Oh, also a funny thing is, like, if you get to a point in the game where you're able to start killing the BTs or, like, cutting them loose... That's right, If you are able to cut a a BT loose, you will see the BTs give you a like. Nice. Which I found very funny. You know, it's a little sense of humor, but, like... I, I gotta say, for a game of that kind of quality and caliber that a lot of fucking work went into, it is so nice to play a game of that size and scope that isn't based upon violence. Yeah. It's so goddamn it's rare. It's based upon how nice the internet is. And how nice it is to... It, yeah, it's you get likes. You don't even do anything with the likes. No, you, you just... You can't even spend the likes. You just get yeah. them. So, of course, you make it the same about social media, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, but it, uh, I don't know. It's fun. It's a good game. It is fun. I it is a good game. It. I. It's beautiful, really. It makes it. Yeah. If you play through that game story and you are not in tears multiple times during the two-hour ending part of the game, I don't know where your, your heart is because yeah, there is some dumb lore shit that happens right before it, but the ending like hour of the game is some of like the most emotionally effective shit I've seen in a video game. Like, you thought you were sad when Eris got killed in Final Fantasy VII. Oh, man. It's not like... It's 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 more it's more emotionally resonant and beautiful, especially the very end of the game. It just... That made me fucking ball my eyes out. Just the, like It was so beautiful. Yeah. And that's amazing that a game... That a fucking video game that's meant for your entertainment can make you feel that way. I mean, I don't know. This is a little much for me. Mm -hmm. But, hey, you do get to raise a child and drink Monster. (laughs) Yeah, I I I like that the canteen converts water into Monster. I think, I don't know. I'm, I'm of the opinion that I don't think games are ever or ever will be on the same kind of... Uh, you know, artistic level as, you know, movies or music, or whatever. But I don't think that's a bad thing. I just, I don't think they should be. The kind of games that I like are like, I've been playing fucking Katamari. Yeah. And I've, I, I've had a way better time playing Katamari than I ever did yeah, playing you, fucking Final you Fantasy can use IX. games, uh, to like. It's just, it. I don't know. There's no real way to articulate this. It's just like. If, if if you like have this really complex, beautiful story in your brain, and you know there's all these great characters, all these nuances, and something that like is indistinguishably is indisputably sorry, are mm-hmm. something that's just a great idea. Why is this the medium that you would want to go to for it? I just don't understand. I think because you know how to code games and that's like your way and that's your means of being able to do such a thing. Sure, but then if the audience if like people play this game and it's like, "Oh, this is really interesting and everything about this is great, but it's not fun to play," then it it's pointless. I don't necessarily agree that games always have to be fun. Well, I think they do. I think that's the whole point of a game. I don't know. I don't know about that. I think uh, that's a tough thing. You know, it, it, you can you can say the same thing about a movie. Like why? Like, uh, excuse me, I purpose second. But, um, shit. I wish you could cut that out. Anyway, um, I mean, I can, but I'm not going to. Fuck. Okay. I burp too. Don't worry. Right. Anyway, um, people can say the same thing about a movie. Why would you spend two hours or two and a half hours watching The Master, a movie that is like extremely challenging and hard to understand, but extremely beautiful piece of art? Or like you could watch Avengers Endgame and have fun, or like you watch a movie that's fun. Like people will make the same argument about The Master was using fun. your time to be diverted and enjoy. Yourself. It's okay. Okay, fun is like not the right word. It's just. Mm-hmm. Like the master, I liked watching the master. I enjoyed it. Yeah, but it's not—it's not like a fun experience. Sure, you're not, but you're I, not like, I think you're sure. I think you're taking fun too literally. Mm. But like in terms of games, it's like if if it's a game and like my only input is like, do I kill this guy? Yes or no? It's like whatever. It's like I I there's the interactive element is fucking irrelevant. It's uh, still just like a piece of art, and like my in, like the fact that it's a game doesn't fucking matter. To what? To matter to what? I'm trying to understand your. Argument. I'm trying like like people would tell me to play Silent Hill, and I'm mm-hmm. like, 
I don't know. It doesn't seem like I would enjoy that. And they're like, you're not supposed to enjoy it. And I'm like, then why the fuck should I play it? Well, I think you can enjoy feeling anxious in a horror video game. That's just, you know, I don't like watching horror movies very often. It's not really my genre. I don't like feeling anxious and scared. I'm already anxious and scared enough as a person. So I, I don't, I don't want to play a horror game. I don't want to play a horror movie, but like, I think people still have fun playing like Silent Hill too. It's sure. just it's also scary, but they like to be scared. I'm not, I'm not saying I, I I don't have anything against like you know video games with complex plots or whatever. Like yeah. I like you know I like Legends of Zelda and shit. But I don't know. It's just when when this is like when when people treat this as like the peak of you know expression. It's just weird to me. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I, I'm not, I don't be, I don't who know, the I don't fuck know. is doing that though? I, a lot of people. Who was saying that video games are the game expression? Uh, most uh, people that make videos on the internet are doing that. People that make videos on the internet are themselves trying to just make money. You know, it's just they it's, are. it's it's, they it's are. to sell ad space, like to sell ad space to uh, to appease an audience who's highly knowledgeable and highly and highly invested. In it. Like when you watch. If you watch like a what culture watch mojo video, you already know the shit that you're getting into. You just want to see the whole point of those videos and why they're such crack cocaine to me is like it just validates your experiences. There's so much fucking power in validating yeah. the experiences and uh, and interests of things that you already are into. I feel like that's mm-hmm. an even more powerful positive catharsis than exposing yourself to something more challenging difficult because oh. you get to have the things that you already know and have experienced uh, read back to you by someone else who's just excited for it and you know it's just, there's nothing oh, wrong with no that. there's nothing wrong i, I guess make money off of that all all i'm trying all, I, I guess really all i'm saying mm-hmm. is that to me all that matters in a video game is the gameplay is is it fun or is it not that to me that's all that matters and that's that's more it. matters to me than that. That's it. That's all that matters to me. For me, more matters because, like, I could have a game that plays very fun, but then I could, like, you know, I guess a good example of this for me was, like, Kingdom Hearts 3. Like, I thought that the gameplay was excellent. I thought it was a very fun, dynamic combat system. But I played it again a second time, and I don't think I ever will play a third version of it because it's just such a fucking slog getting through that story. The only thing that would... Like, work is skipping cutscenes, but then you're just running around mindlessly going through a thing and just hitting stuff without any context. It's just, that's not that's not as much fun. You have to have the whole experience and the story to, like, really break up the gameplay part. Mm-hmm. But, like, you get to the story and it's just incomprehensible teenage garbage. That's That's all of the Kingdom Hearts games, though. Yeah, and the thing is, like, I played my first Kingdom Hearts game when I was 12 or 13, so, you know, when the third game came out when I was 20... Last last year. Yeah, I was 28 when it came out. I remember the day. Yeah, I was so excited for it, and then I played it, because I was like, I literally have waited since I was a teenager. And you loved it, like... I had fun, but then it just just dissipates, because there's this little... This little niggling thing in the back of your neck that's just like, this kind of is stupid. And it's the wool being pulled off of your eyes, realizing that the things that, like, you enjoyed as a teen, or the stuff that you could, that you could forgive uh, for being fucking stupid, even when you kind of realized it. Because, like, you were young, and, like, it's, it's less embarrassing to find passionate joy in really stupid shit like the older i get the more it gets harder to like justify liking really cringy crap (laughs) i don't know because i feel cringed out by it and that's just i think that's a little bit of getting older and that's fine i you know i think it took me a good i I think if there's one lesson i could take from my 20s that's okay if there's one lesson that I could take away from my 20s, just on this kind of idea of self-actualization, I understand why people like sports now. Because I love sports now. I used to, when I was 20, didn't give a shit about sports. Now I fucking love them. And it's just, it's, it's a thing that you can get passionate about, but there's not a whole lot of cringe. 
There's only one thing that's really cringy about sports, and that is promo videos. Promo promotion videos for sports are fucking super cringy. Where it's like that. Oh, da, 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 Holmes, da, da, Flacco, boo, boo, Kaepernick, boo, ah, it's a, it's just like slow motion clips of people catching balls or you know if you watch like a soccer uh video where people are like like it's just a slow-mo someone running and doing a dribble and it never leads to like a goal or whatever but you see the dribble it's just like wow it's that's the cringe part of sports but very uh and i guess some of the people but otherwise like it's something that at my age i can be into and feel comfortable talking to people about it because I don't get that much. You, you you don't get you don't get to you know shout out to people who could like talk to me at a bar about being really in the Dungeons and Dragons. Like that's good on you. I don't have the confidence to do that. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Nothing. Just you. Just you. You went. You just went off for a while. I'm just trying to think of, you know, what to do to kind of bring it back to earth. Yeah, is, who who needs to? The whole point of talking is just let it go where it goes, I guess. Oh, God, my feet are fucking killing me. Jesus. Yeah, God. you sat on your feet, I think. Yeah, I did. Yeah. Because I'm trying to get comfy, and my body's a piece of shit, and it's fucking failing me in every turn. Yeah, that's, uh, that's what happens with age. Things get less comfortable. I'm 26. I shouldn't be having these problems. No, this is when they start happening. Ah! This is when this stuff starts happening. You literally oh, just cannot God. physically do the same stuff anymore. If anyone likes this show, can se- send me a fucking handgun. Send me baby blood so that I can infuse it into my body and then become younger. Yeah, Kyle will become younger, and I will just shoot myself in the dick with a handgun. Not I, my head. Not my head. I will shoot myself in the dick. If you can, if someone, uh, someone of my listeners could purchase me that white supremacist milk that is gargled by white women from the northern parts of Bavaria and send that to me to my house so that I can drink gargled white yes. woman white supremacist milk. I believe it is called Fair Life. Wait, what? Is it? <laughs> no. <laughs> I was like, you know the brand? That was a good joke. Anyway. <laughs> you know the brand? <laughs> Tell me the brand of the milk. Fair Life. Give me Mother's Milk. It's probably called Mother's Milk. Or some bullshit. No, I, yeah, whatever. It's gotta be some weird psychosexual bullshit. God damn it. Yeah. Um. What? Well, you were talking about sports or something. <laughs> yeah, I was. I was talking about. Sports. What's the worst sport? Oh, of um, all cricket probably. Cricket sucks. Cricket takes forever. I can't. I don't understand the rules. I can't get into it. You. you so oh. one of my one of my listeners. Everything from England is just stupid. Um, you know what? The more I've been playing baseball games, the more I appreciate baseball. But I don't think it's gonna make me watch an actual baseball game. No, baseball is also terrible. Yeah, baseball video games fun. Actually, watching people play baseball is god completely awful. gay. We're so doing it's, it this year. <laughs> we have, we literally yeah. have done that, but it's just it sucks. Yeah, just baseball. Uh, I don't know. Basically, all the British sports are stupid. Rugby's stupid. Rugby is cooler than football. No, it isn't. It, I think it is. Not at all. I think it's. What's that one that's like hockey but not? What field am I? Field hockey. No, not field. Cross. No, there's there, shit. Never mind. Curling. Yeah, curling. Curling's stupid. Well, that's not even with skates, real. Well, some one person has a skate. I don't know. It's. An I mean, I, I I used to I we had to play curling in gym class. It's stupid. I hate it. That is the most New England shit I've ever heard. We play curling and lacrosse. Like I'm yeah. actually, I'm actually pretty good at lacrosse. I honest. don't even know if I could catch a ball with a lacrosse stick. I think you could. Probably because like, that you, hard. Because like you have to like twirl the stick in your hand in order to like catch it properly. Yeah, you got to do some like hella fucking gay shit. It's, yeah, it's cool though. Yeah, in order to catch something, you must do a twirl. And also lacrosse, like, you know, you, you watch it and you're like, oh, this shit's gay. But yeah. no, like, it's super violent. It's, like, almost as violent as hockey is. Yeah, like, people get into fist fights and it's legal. Yeah, it's cool. It's on grass. It's a, fun, it's a fun sport. Yeah, they were protective shit. Yeah, I remember when I was in high school, everyone that I knew who played lacrosse was constantly injured. People just got oh, yeah. horribly injured. No, lacrosse is lacrosse. brutal, which is it's yeah. funny because its reputation is as being, like, kind of a pussy thing. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, I don't know. Um... um Pussy or sports? Oh, I played a, I played flag football. 
She yeah, like, I never play. I mean, I would do it, but I'm not really. Much, I don't think I would want to play football. It's not a sport that I would find to be fun. It's just too much like snapping and going, snapping and going. Like I prefer right. sports that don't have as many clocks to it, such as uh, playing hockey. Hockey. Like playing, oh, hockey's great. Playing soccer. You know, soccer's not, fun. Not that like soccer's I could, fun. Yeah, not that I could really play soccer because I'm way too slow and fat to do it. <laughs> or any sport. I need to like get. Well, in you you shape. couldn't play hockey because you can't skate. I also can't skate. Yeah. I could do floor hockey. Sure. Or field hockey. Yeah. Way. But uh, what, hockey, when you play sports, do you, do you like incline to a position? Like, what position would you be if? First of all, if you when, did you ever play baseball? Uh, I mean, in gym class, on I was on a t-ball team. So mm. close, close enough. Yeah, I played little league baseball, but not like the good level little league. Like I played like a local little league, right. and I was usually outfield or third base. Right. Like, because I I could throw, I can catch, but I cannot bat. Yeah, I was never any good at baseball. The only yeah. like I think I told you this the other day. The only teams I was ever actually like on a a proper team for was ice hockey and kickball. Nice. Not kickball, dodgeball, whatever. I got kicked. Uh, I I got ejected from games for baseball. So the thing with me is like I also have a, a sports temper. Oh yeah. So I get. Oh, I believe really, that. I believe really that. Pissed. I have a hard temper <laughs> person. I believe it. And I got, I got kicked out for cursing as a ten year old. As like, a ten, what did you say? Little ten year old curses. What did you say? Like, like shit. Like I would curse during games because I just was like angry. I was very angry when I played. That would have call if it wasn't for these fucking. <laughs> uh. <laughs> And then like, uh, and then other sports where like there's a ball, you have to run around. It's constant. I'm a defense guy, totally. Right. I'm absolutely a defender more than a scorer. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it. All uh, right. You got anything else you want to plug? Uh, <laughs> plug. <laughs> you have anything else you want to plug? Yeah, I do. In fact, follow me on Twitter. Okay. Ruth or Tom Lover. Uh, if you listen to the show, you probably know our fucking Twitter. So whatever. Uh, I'm going to plug, uh, I'm going to, I'm going to plug, uh, something else. I'm going to, okay. I'm not saying follow me on any social media, but what I do think you should do well, one of me is that, that, yeah, I think that you should go to gates.house.gov and oh, that no. is G-A-E-T-Z. This is the website of Congressman Matthew Lewis Gates II. From Hollywood, Florida. He is a Republican congressman who was elected into office in 2016. And he has a website called gates.house.gov. And the things that he wants to do, uh, immediately if you go to his website, there's a dude with like, looks to be a sheriff man standing in front of a cactus, which I don't think there's cacti in Florida, saying, the time is now for e-verify across Florida. Um, so I guess that's about immigration. Um, also, a story from his website is Gatestorm Schiff's secret impeachment hearing with 50 GOP colleagues about the time that he stormed the Congress to ask a, a, a little man about a thing. A little man. Um, that's uh, what we call them now. There's also agency help. You can contact Matt Gates. If you want to send an email to Matt Gates, you have to put in a zip and possibly plus four and say you're not a robot. You can write encouraging letters. You can write discouraging letters. He is an elected representative of uh, Florida's first district. I love being so not a robot. If you if you want to do such a thing and write to Matt Gates, you could go to his website and you can send in something. You could say I'm happy about immigration, or you could say I'm upset about immigration. Don't get any more specific because I'm not. I think both would make him happy in some capacity. I don't know. Uh, also, you can just say the word immigration. I yeah. guarantee he'll just fucking have a smile on. His There's face. a phone number on the website that you could call. It is two zero two 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 five four one three six. If you felt like calling Matt Gates's office and leaving a message, <laughs> let's say um, that again. 202-225-4136. The address for his actual, if you want to mail something to Matt Gates, yes, please is do. Seventeen twenty one Longworth House, uh, Longworth House Office Building, 
Washington, D.C., 20515. I want to say something. If you want to mail anything to Matt Gates, do you want to do you want to mail him a congratulations card or a card that says my wife or you could do that. Do you want to mail him something that rhymes with a tan frax? What is that? No, oh, never mind. No. No. <laughs> See, no. That's what no, I'm saying. That's why no, I didn't say it. No, I didn't say oh, it. I did I'm not, not say encouraging it. Me. I did not say it. And one last piece of information, guys. This is uh, plugging Matt Gates for uh, U.S. Congress. He has a fax number, too. <laughs> and his fax number, if you want to fax documents, do you want to fax your insurance card, your car insurance card to Matt Gates's office and have an intern get really fucking confused? Yeah. The number for that is 202-225-3414. Once again... If you were to go to a Staples and pay a couple dollars to send a fax of, let's say, for example, a photograph of Phyllis Diller, that would be 202-225-3414. Nothing fucking matters anymore, and I wanted you to know that. Buy a we gun. love you. Just get a gun. <laughs> All right. Bye. All right. Peace out, folks. Bye.